Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, we got lots to talk about. Let me get through my quick intro here before we kind of dive in uh, to our uh, our subjects for today's show. Uh, I am an author and a, uh, a navigational consultant and a teacher. Uh, I have been doing uh, private sessions with people by, in person in my home office or by phone for a number of years now with astrology and numerology and tarot and angel cards and runestones all kinds of different oracles that I've worked with for many years. I'm also a writer, and uh, I just published my second book, which is called Snake Oil Volume 1. first book was a few years back called Dirty Little Secrets by Jim Ventura. Again, both those books are available on Amazon, or you can contact me directly if you want to sign copies sent to you that way. Um, and uh, I've been doing a blog column for, for many years now, actually since 2003, called Snake Oil. Uh, currently, we've got about 900 subscribers to the column. If you're not already getting my uh, uh, free monthly column, email me at VenturaSag at Yahoo.com or VenturaWords at Mac.com. Add you to the mailing list. Uh, it's no cost, and the uh, column is blind copied out. We'll also give you some info on different things that I'm uh, doing, classes, and as well as a discount on, on certain sessions and things as well. Okay, all that said, uh, anyway, uh, we've got a bit to talk about today. Uh, today is a couple different subjects I wanted to uh, broach today. One, it is our um, listener's choice show, so we are going to open the phone lines in about 10 minutes um, and uh, start with uh, the opportunity to get people to uh, call in if they have a specific uh, question or issue that they want to uh, ask about. This is the day to do it. Um, again, when it comes to personal questions, absolutely, we can take those too. I've got to keep those down to just three, four-minute minis. Uh, we've got a lot of people piling in today, which is good. So again, I want to welcome everybody uh, into the chat room as well as uh, whoever's listening live as well as when we head into the archives later on. So uh, we were going to talk a bit today about uh, talisman symbols. I was talking about those last week on the show. Uh, you can catch it on the archive if you missed it. Um, but I want to actually talk about something even more current first, and then I think we'll we'll talk a bit about that and start taking some calls. Uh, you know, if any of you have caught this, uh, there has been a lot of um, solar flare activity going on. Um, I, uh, oh, by the way, if you're, you could Facebook friend me too if you want to uh, get on that list also. I do a lot of uh, information on Facebook also that goes out. And I had caught that there had, there's quite a bit of solar flare activity going on that astronomers are talking about. So let's break that down into a little bit of astrology as well. So what you typically have when you've got solar flares going on, and I know we've got more of them in the month of March and into the next couple of months, so uh, what it's going to kind of do is it's going to get us a little moodier than normal. Um, things will flare up in us. So solar flares, anything that's happening in, in our galaxy, of course, is going to be things that do trigger elements within us as well. So um, if you've had, and this, and I can break this down for all of you, if you've noticed this in the last week or two, that either for yourself or people around you, that people are getting a little bit more emotionally nutty 
<laughs> then, then you're 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 tapping into something that that is happening with these uh, solar flares when they go off. You know, we'll typically get very. Uh, you know, you, you'll find a lot of little mini depressions that might last for a few hours or finding yourself getting emotionally sensitive or just finding it in other people and then it almost passing um, in a brief amount of time. Um, I caught it myself uh, on Monday of this week. I, I swear I woke up Monday morning and I had a number of appointments and things to do and I just wanted to go back to bed. I just felt depressed. I felt heavy. I felt like, oh, I just, you know, I'm just tired of certain struggles. And, you know, it was really hitting me heavy. And I, I did, I tried to take a nap again. And then I worked for the day. And, and then by the afternoon, I was all happy again. I had a, I had a, you know, I had a really good friend of mine surface in and we had hung out and I, my mood completely changed. And, uh, and then I, of course, found out about, the solar flares going on. I was like, ah, interesting. You know, another astrological phenomenon that, that has been going on that I'll mention too is we have kind of like a universe square between uh, Uranus and Pluto. Uh, we have for the last year or so, and I think it actually goes exact in, in June of this year. Um, and then really, because astrologists will, will debate how long an angle is in play, um, but I do believe in some respects you'll see of some of this energy into 2015. So what it's doing universally as well as individually is it's kind of creating a pattern for people where, uh, you know, your Uranus represents what's weird and eccentric and iconoclastic in us, um, whether that's personal or aspects of society. Uh, you know, and then Pluto represents our, our intense areas of power where we have power, where we have control issues, where we have, uh, you know, again, intensified kind of energy. Um, and uh, we've got this square, a 90-degree angle between uh, the two of them. Uh, so it's going to affect – what you, you, you see the rebelliousness that's going on in society. I mean, you know, people are flipping out all over the place. They have been for a while. It's going to continue at some levels. You can see that this kind of uh, anxiety that exists in society – Definitely can see it in American politics as clearly as possible, um, some of this crazy stuff that's going on. But again, personally, it's going to hit us too. So it's going to be the part of you that, that wants to control, to manipulate in a, in a negative sense and in a positive sense. This is what Pluto represents for us. And then Uranus is that part of us that wants to kind of break out of boundaries and to be unique and to be an individual and be recognized for what is uh, makes us talented and, 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 and special and unique at some levels. Uh, let me make a, I have a comment here in, in, the, in the chat room, and I want to say this so everybody can hear. Uh, Energy Star 11 writes, solar flares might be the reason I felt sort of anxious. Uh, absolutely. You know, I have caught uh, a lot of people, and I've felt it myself a few times, um, where it's almost like these mini sort of anxiety attacks that will hit kind of randomly. So uh, if you felt some of that, you know, you're not losing your mind. You don't need to get medicated or anything like that. You know, um, hang in there. These things, they come and they go. But, yeah, we absolutely are always influenced by uh, things in, in the, uh, the universe that are especially close to home. We're influenced by lunar cycles and the movement of planets, of course, um, and, and solar flares are going to do this trick. That, again, it's that, you know, you could take it literally. It's like things are flaring up in us that are surfacing. And, and for a lot of us, it may feel like old issues 
that are even coming back into play. And in some cases, and Energy Star had mentioned this, you might not even be able to put a handle on what it is that's making you anxious or upset at some level. You may not be able to necessarily put your finger on it and even be able to explain it. But we also have, uh, we've had Mars retrograde in Pisces for the last month and a half to two months. That doesn't even go direct until around April 12th. So that's affecting our male energy, uh, making, you know, one day you'll wake up and you'll be like super focused and aggressive and this is what I'm going to get done. And then the next day it feels like someone dumped a bucket of water on you where you just little to no energy. I don't even want to try. Um, this is what, what a Mars retrograde can feel like. And then, of course, you know, we'll throw in the other little doozy that will be coming along next week when we have uh, Mercury going uh, retrograde in Aries. Uh, that should be interesting. Maybe I'll talk about that more in a future show. I do want to get to the uh, the phone lines uh, soon. I have someone already called in. So, okay. So uh, Energy Star writes, wow, and yes, it wasn't really completely negative. It just felt like I had to do something and didn't know what it was. Yeah, that that's what it, you know, it, it, again, it's not always necessarily negative. We have to remember that, too. You know, solar flare can, can really enlighten us and get us to see things from another perspective and viewpoint. But our emotional bodies tend to react to things that are confusing to it or upsetting by becoming emotional. That's that's our emotional bodies. That's what they're, in essence, are, are wired to do. So I, I keep suggesting if you're finding yourself getting kind of moodier um, uh, you know, or reacting to other people's moodiness, you know, realize that it'll pass. It's just people are getting influenced by these different things that are going on astrologically and um you know you're not losing your marbles if if that's what what the case is astrology is going to influence us whether we believe it or not it is it just is it, it's you know it's going to go on you know not every astrologer is always wise and accurate though of course you know and and all those astrology columns that predict your day-to-day -day activity I say this with love, but you know, don't don't even waste your time with those things. Most of the time, those 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 astrology columns in newspapers that kind of predict like what every Sagittarius is having is experienced for the day. By the way, that's um that's based on the idea that if you're Sagittarius, for instance, that your rising sign is also Sagittarius. And the funny part of that is, approximately one out of twelve Sagittariuses would have the same rising sign as their sun sign. So that's why. Those things are just silly. Uh, and Energy Star also mentions that, right, plus we've got the full moon energies coming in as usual. So a lot, lot going on in, in the astrology, so it's going to affect us. All right, let me, uh, let me. I want to take this first caller because they've been patiently waiting for a while. Um, I'm throwing the call-in number. If anybody has a question or a comment, uh, feel free to call in. Um, it can be a personal question. Again, I've got to keep those down to just a couple of minutes, but if you have a question or something you'd like to ask, please feel free to. Uh, the call-in number here is 646-200-3966. We'll be on air for about another half hour. Uh, you might need to dial a 1 before that. 646-200-3966 is the call-in number here. And uh, in a little while, too, maybe we can uh, throw some questions and comments up in the chat room, too. So I'm going to take my first caller here. Okay, 512, you are on Snake Oil Radio. Hello. Hello. Thank you for your patience and, and waiting. Uh, I tried to oh, do my no best problem. to get to me. What's your name? My name's Suzanne. Suzanne. All right, Suzanne, is your first time calling in? Have you called in before? I don't think I've called in to you before. All right, cool. Okay, so question, comment, tell me uh, what's going on, and we'll see what we can uh, come up with. 
Um, well, it was interesting what you're saying about the solar flares. I was just kind of looking for some guidance, I guess, for me. Yeah. It, you know, it really is, you know, you, you can look at this from a couple of different angles. And I always say, you know, what always happens during a Piscean time also, by the way, because the sun is in Pisces, uh, Mercury's further along in Aries, uh, and Venus has pushed its way into Taurus already. But we do have the sun in Pisces right now. And I always say, you know, often when, when, when the sun goes into Pisces, even if you're not a Pisces, you're sort of called upon to be selfless or giving at some level. Mm-hmm. Uh, which may not necessarily always be an easy thing, but also it can bring up issues around where we're too giving or where we're almost being martyred or taken advantage of at some level too. So we have to usually look at that duality when when it kind of progresses through there. So uh, what I'm going to do is, if this is cool with you, uh, Susan, I'm going to I'm going to pull a couple of cards for you just to see what kind of is coming up. Are you okay, okay. with uh, exposing yourself sure. on air this way? <laughs> sure. I've got to get permission first, right? Okay. So let's see what we come up with for Susan. I'm going to just pull, I think I'm going to use the Tarot in this case. I'm going to pull a card for the past, pull a card for her present, and then we'll pull a card for the near future. All right. Cool. Okay. So here's what came up. Uh, I pulled the card for the past, the recent past, or the base past, and it came up the Ace of Wands. Which means there was already, you know, some decisions made. The Ace of Wands can be the, it can mean a move or a change or um, kind of new enthusiasm about something that you're excited about or you have energy around. So we do see this as a positive card. Again, sometimes it's more of an ideas card, but usually Wands have to do with us having taken some type of action or at least contemplated it in, in some type of a positive way. The present comes up to Six of Swords, so now Six of Swords reversed, which means it may feel like you've kind of come to a point where you're feeling um, like a lack of movement or feeling a little stuck. A lot of times the Six of Swords is like you want to literally make a move or make a change, and there are themes and issues that are holding you back, whether they be actual tangible physical ones or um, emotional, just psychological ones. Usually it's a bit of both. Um, so there's a feeling of being stuck right now that we see. But the outcome uh, actually comes up the Ace of Stones, which means uh, this is a good um, practical financial and money card, by the way. It means that there's okay. actually forward movement coming in. You're going to get more decisive, and we see some type of change in a very tangible, practical way that will come to pass in the next uh, month or two that actually is a good one. So um, whatever you're going through now, you know, you might want to see that in some respects as kind of a clearing or maybe it's a temporary delay before you're, you're meant to move forward. I often say and remind people to contemplate it from this angle, consider the uses of adversity because sometimes the delay can actually be purposeful if we don't rebel and push up against it too much. Uh, sometimes it's just even a timing issue of how we're going to necessarily proceed forward. Uh, okay, does this make any sense to you? Yes, huge, huge amount mm-hmm. of sense. Yeah, uh, I like the Ace of Stones, though. i got to tell you, this this impasse, it, it'll pass. You don't Yay. have anything to worry about. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome, you're you're great. Thank you so awesome. much. great. I so much appreciate you laying yourself out here for us. All right, okay. cool, Susan. We'll catch up with you next time. Peace. Okay, bye-bye. All right, excellent. Let me... 
Uh, okay, let's see what we got here. Oh, did I lose someone? My apologies if I hung up on someone accidentally. Okay, I'm going to take the next caller just because we got a few callers calling in here. Okay, we got a 602. We got a local here. Hello? 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 Who am I talking Hello? to? Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you clear as could be. Oh, good. Then it's Tell me, me what your first name is. <laughs> My name is Gina. Gina. Okay, thank you for calling in, Gina. Yeah. All right, do you have a question, comment? Tell me what's going on. Oh, gosh, I have so many questions and comments, but I'll just stick with one, I guess. Um, I have I have an issue at home right now with my stepdaughter. Um, she's been living with us for a while uh, because she was going to go through a divorce or whatever. But anyway, I just want to know if you see her moving on and if we are going to be of any, or are we of being of any help to her? Yeah, I, you know what, I feel like, um, I'm feeling like, you did the right thing in some respects because she really needed the emotional support and and that, that structural foundation at this point. I think what's coming up, of course, is, you know, I think anytime things like that happen, there's always that part of us is like uh, we, we ever so much as we love someone, we worry about whether they're actually going to go home at some point and, and, yeah. and move forward. You know what I mean? It could bring up those that anxiety. But, you know, we're living in kind of weird times um, because, you know, a lot of people, not only are they going through emotional or psychological crisis, but a lot of times it's also financial. So mm-hmm. this idea of, of, you know, people sometimes having to return back home and things of that nature um, are, are becoming more commonplace um, than, than they were in the past. What I'm kind of getting about this, has she actually gone through the divorce yet? No, she hasn't made any attempt at all. She's quite a procrastinator, and I think she's more of a uh, passive-aggressive person, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how old is and, she? Uh, she's 35. Right. You know, yeah. and, and here's what I'm kind of getting here. I mean, do you are you do you think it's good that she's leaving this marriage? I do, only because there wasn't any growth there. There was, uh, it was kind of an unusual marriage, and I'm, I'm sure there were reasons that she was. They were brought together, and I hope she right. can learn and grow from that. But uh, yeah, they don't. They haven't really disconnected, though. Yeah, and I can I'm, see what that. I'm hearing, and I just want to tell you intuitively, I hear mm-hmm. that it's not finished. Yeah. So I, I just feel like there, there's stuff for them to still work out at some level. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're going to eventually talk and begin to do that. I don't think that's going to happen right away, though. And -hmm. I think that's where um, that concern is that's coming up for you. Um, What I'm going to recommend for you, and I think I'm only going to be telling you something you already know, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes that's all I'm meant to do, is, you know, your, your intuition and your instinct on a lot of this is actually already crystal clear. I feel Mm -hmm. like your angels, your spirit guides have been talking to you in a lot of ways. The fears and the anxieties that are coming up about whether you're sometimes helping her too much mm-hmm. and maybe smothering her from, from, not smothering, but you know what I mean, from blocking her from dealing with yeah. the stuff she yeah. needs to deal with. They're, yeah. they're somewhat unfounded um, because, again, there's going to be some natural moves and, and triggers that will push her forward. But also, I do feel like there's an opportunity in this, too, for you to be able to make it clear that you love her, you support her, but she needs to deal with the stuff in her life, and that mm-hmm. you know, even if she, you know, she doesn't have to rush into it, but it's going to have to be done, and that you could be a little bit of a mouth if necessary in, in uh, helping yeah. with that, as long as you do it <laughs> lovingly, you know. Uh-huh. 
it's easy. I, I, I'm a fire sign, so it's easy for me to do. It's, it's harder for me to learn when to shut up than to necessarily <laughs> actually take action. You know, yeah, so I'm, an air, I'm an air sign, so I'm a Gemini. Yeah, so you know, right? But that's what is oh, yeah. the tendency to analyze it, to think about it. But that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that they have to. I still feel they need to work on this relationship. I don't know whether they're going to be able to necessarily stay married in the long run, but I do feel that there's unfinished business, and I'm hearing that. The other part of it is they both are not really owning their parts in it. No, they're, not at all. They're both at fault. Yeah. This is, you know, it's a total illusion. Right now they're still kind of caught in this one's the bad one and I'm the good one, baloney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, and I think you know that and you sense that at the same time that 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 is just, you know, that's bull that they're, you know, I always say that's that. We all do that when we have a bad relationship issue. It's like, I was the good one and look what yeah. you did to me. It's like, okay, that's part of yeah. not evolving spiritually I know. What, what went down the pike. But I do feel like there's going to be some triggers. What I'm going to suggest for you uh, that that will be a big help also is ask for your higher self and ask for spirit guides and angels to kind of help move her um, mm-hmm. along because that's what I do. I, I don't. I feel like there's going to be a natural course of events where she does kind of come to that realization that she has to deal with it, um, mm-hmm. and they will, and then she'll kind of move forward. But you're allowed to make your you know, love known as well as your your anxiety that listen. You know, this is not going to be the five year plan. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do. I ask my spirit guides to help me. Right. Um, just to have the patience with her. Yeah. And, uh, but apparently, I'm asking the wrong questions. And I know when you when you're talking to spirit, it's their questions can are not. Not easily asked in human form. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I and I do. I, that, that's my joke that I always say. Also, I think you know, spirit will always guide us and give us insight. But they forget what it's like to be in a physical body sometimes mm-hmm. and deal with this mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. So we yep. have to remind them that you know, yeah, it, it does. There can be stresses and strains of having an added person back in the mm-hmm. home, and you know what I mean. Those things that that do come up. Yeah. That are are yeah. tiring. But yeah. I do feel like very, it, yeah. yeah. It'll change yeah, you're right. It's very tiring. Months. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a permanent situation. Oh yeah, I didn't think it was, but I just yeah. was wondering if I should maybe push a little harder and maybe uh, push a little more, but not you know. And again, just do it, love. You know, say, okay. listen, don't ever. We love having you here, but you know that we, you know, we love you, but yeah. we for your own evolution, you know, mm-hmm. you can't you know move back into the basement for the next ten years. You True. Know? Okay. Well, great. Okay. All right. Makes perfect cool. sense. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Well, thank you for your question, and uh, good luck with all of it. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Cheers. Okay. Two great questions here. All right. I'm going to take uh, one more for now, and then we'll we'll continue to chat on here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Earthstar is writing uh, fire and water can be a difficult combination. Thankfully, I have Earth to help balance me out. Yeah, I'm lucky that way, too. Um, I'm a fire sign, uh, but my my rising sign is an earth sign. I'm Taurus rising. Uh, That has always helped me in a lot of ways, too, to ground me into a lot of practicality. Even as a reader, I always, even, I I want my information to be tangible and practical and useful. Uh, I've got a a Libra moon, so I've got enough air that I can be as chatty as I am, I like to say. Uh, Although, you know, air signs, sometimes that's the struggle is you think too much, you analyze too much. That can can get us into trouble sometimes also when we overanalyze things or we worry uh, and, and overthink. 
So anyway, um, we're going good. Again, I want to welcome everybody uh, to the show. We got a lot of people in the chat room today, and uh, I want to welcome uh, all uh, the different people that are in here. Uh, a lot of great um, title names as well. Uh, Energy Star is saying my rising is Leo, my moon is Cancer, and then your regular sign is Capricorn. Yeah, that's going to give you a couple different angles to work from. You know, it's always funny because you can break that down astrologically, too. Every sign has its kind of strength and its weakness. Um, you know, uh, Leo, uh, the positive is, is I will. Leos have tremendous willfulness to them when they choose to. Its negative is uh, I pretend. Uh, so uh, Cancer Moon, uh, positive of Cancer is I feel. And the negative can be I brood. And uh, I'm throwing it out here into the under the, into the block uh, energy store one, and Capricorn's positive is I use, uh, and its negative is I inhibit, and people sometimes get confused about that. Um, they think use sounds bad, um, but it's funny because it's not. Uh, Capricorns are tremendously remarkable at taking advantage of of using other people's talents, abilities, skills, and their own. Um, they're resourceful in a way that other people do not understand, uh, that that's the way the Capricorn works. Um, and uh, But the negative, of course, is in, in, in inhibition, that worry, that anxiety, that tendency to take the weight of the world on your shoulders. Uh, that can get Capricorn into trouble. Um, I'm Sagittarius. You know, Sagittarius' is positive is I, uh, I understand positive disposition, <laughs> and I always do. I, I do. I understand everyone and the way that they feel. The negative, of course, is uh, for Sagittarius, as I exaggerate. All Sagittarius are a little bit full of crap. Um, <laughs> it's because Sagittarius tend to be storytellers, and they tend to kind of always make a story a little more interesting than it actually is. That's the wiring. So uh, Sharon Hennis is asking, saying, I'm Aquarius. Would love to know what I am. Uh, Aquarius actually is a, a fixed air sign. So uh, a lot of people are confused about that. They think that um, air sign uh, that Aquarius is a water sign, and that could not be further from the truth. Aquariuses are tremendously analytical. Um, they're often very knowledgeable about what they study and what they learn and what they know. Um, and uh, the uh, positive of of, a, of Aquarius is I know that knowledgeableness. My joke is I always say every Aquarius always thinks they're a little smarter than the rest of the world, and usually in some ways they are. Aquarius has the ability to contain their emotional energy some way and not let it affect them, you know, uh, to be able to focus their energy, and that's very strong. But the negative, of course, with Aquarius is I'm unreliable. Um, uh, Aquarius can, can overbook because they can have themselves all over the place sometimes. <laughs> I've, I've run across Aquarians that, that have trouble with that. They overbook. Uh, they would be everything for everyone sometimes, and that could get them into trouble. But very analytical. Again, another type of an air sign. So, uh, yeah, Energy Stars mentioning that they have uh, Aquarius in Mercury. Mercury in Aquarius, yeah. my Aquarius for me is in, is Saturn is in Aquarius. So it's in a pretty grounded, grounded kind of a spot from me. I'm very, very loyal. You know, you know, Aquariuses are, are fun to me because they always like to have friends and people around them that are kind of weirdos. They love their weirdos. They don't want they don't want normal. They like interesting people. <laughs> they like they like uniqueness around them at all times. Uh, Aquarius is not interested in the ordinary by any means. All right, so let me take this other caller here. They've been waiting for a while. Okay, let's see. Uh hello, you're on uh Snake Oil Radio, are you there? Hello? Oh, yes, you're there. Can you hear me? 
Oh, oh yes. Hi. Yes. Who, who, who am I talking yeah. to? Tell me which first name is. Diane. I'm Diane. Diane. All right. Thanks for calling in, Diane. Um, Thank you. Do you have a question, comment? Tell me where you're at. We got a couple minutes. We'll see what we can we can do for you. Well, my one comment is that I I appreciate all the uh, solar flare information. I think I've been feeling it. <laughs> mm. um, in, I, I, yeah, um, uh, it's great feedback. I know. I can't imagine anybody not. It, it, it's they're doozies. Um, I I was joking the other day. I was a lunatic. I was just like, oh my life, I, you know. And then a couple hours later, it was over. You know, so uh, I call it, I, I jokingly call it the male period. The humor of people always saying, oh, men are so stable and women are not. It's like, uh, really? Have you actually really? Uh, Have you actually <laughs> met men? <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be going on for a little while. And, and this square energy that's going on, too, yeah, it, it's tough. It, it, it's setting up, it's, it's making us kind of push our own boundaries, too, at some levels. How long will the solar flare energy be around us now? I know it's heavy for the next month or two. I do. I think uh, what I had heard is that by the early summer it will have subsided a lot. Um, so uh, I do think that this month is kind of a biggie uh, that way. But I do think it, I don't think it's it's permanent. Um, but the other thing is, as mentioned before, too, even with this Mars retrograde, um, this is really affecting our male energy too. We'll have a I think you'll you'll kind of notice this around around early April. I want to say about between the seventh and the twelfth or the thirteenth, when both Mercury and and Mars go direct again, you'll you'll get a lot more decisive. You'll have a lot more clarity. You'll have a lot more of an ability to kind of move forward. So I'm I'm suggesting everyone to be patient about that because it's still got a little ways to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I I do have a I do have a personal question. Um, Kind of relationship one, I guess. I've met a not a nice guy that I actually like, <laughs> and yeah. I was wondering if um, you know how you if if we if you see us dating. I don't know, maybe pull a couple cards or, or yeah, whatever you let want. See, let me see what if, we can we can get on that. Here's what. Okay, I'm getting immediate feed here. Here's what I'm getting because I got to tell you, I I do feel you're kind of jazzed about this, um, and you're allowed to be. So uh, you're allowed to be happy. Um, I feel like there's a couple of decent little clicks here that are potentially working. What I'm hearing is um, that you want to kind of let this evolve slowly, but, yeah, I am feeling like there's something here. So, But what I'm getting is it's almost like, you know, what I'm hearing is uh, your guy just saying you want to kind of let this build as a foundation, um, because I do feel like it is something and it is going to build. Um, have you been out of the dating thing for a little while? Mm-hmm, I have. Yeah. Yeah, and and this is all very, very new. It's just that yeah. there was a, you know, an instant spark kind of, which is, you know, unusual for me. And it only, it's only about a month. I've only seen him a couple times. We really haven't talked yet, but I, you know, I think there's an interest on his part, you yeah. know, and, and I just wondered if we we're gonna. Yeah, you're you're not in. misreading it. There there definitely is an interest. Um, I think uh, there there is definitely um, something here. But that's what I'm getting is that if you let it kind of evolve. And the other thing I'm hearing is it's also okay along the way for you to um, to reach out a little. That you don't have to just kind of keep waiting for them to always take the action. 
that you can reach a little, um, then I'm feeling that will it'll flow more more readily. Um, I'm laughing because when I'm looking at it energetically, it feels to me like um, it's almost like you're you're both interested but not sure how to proceed. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I keep hearing. So, but I do feel like there's a connection here, and and it, it it's worth exploring. So yeah, I do think you, there's going to be something with this. You think he will approach me? I don't have a problem, of, you know, reaching out, but he needs to reach out first. Right, right. Is, yeah, and that's where that? that's what right. Yeah, that's all. You know, he, he'll do that. You just may have to see. You know, you may have to use a little of the 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 female charm to make sure he knows that it's okay to reach. Mm-hmm. And women are really, you know, sometimes when you're away from them, you forget that talent. But it's little things like having a conversation with someone and brushing up against their arm. Or, you know what I mean, just little simple things that really are, you know, because it's fun. I always laugh because people always, they'll, they'll start the, the flirtation romance process. Again, what in astrological we call fifth house, romance and risk-taking, the play stage. And then they want to race to the seventh house, the marriage partnership stage. I'm always like, hang in the fifth house stage for a bit. Because it's kind of fun, actually, that play, that that ability to 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 uh, to uh, push it back and forth in that sense. But I hear that again. That it, there's no lack of attraction as much as it's that he just may need a little prompt or two. But I do think he's going to do it anyway. It just may not be okay. as exciting initially as you might have liked it to be, you know. But that's you no. Actually, I'm, I I'd like to take it kind of you know slow. I'm, yeah. I'm, like I, I you know, e- just easy does it. It would work for me. And uh, yes, absolutely. Right and, that, and it's going to go that way no matter what. That's what I'm hearing is that there's really you're actually really both kind of in the same space about it. That's why it's also energetically fitting. Great. So, cool. Check it out. Awesome. All okay. right. Thank you so much. Very and much appreciated. The, the solar, solar. Yeah. I'll listen. I'll listen on the computer. Yeah. I'll keep listening. Exactly. Good deal. All right. Thank you for calling in. Thanks. Well, I've got one more call I'm going to be able to take. Uh, Let me comment a little bit on on some of the things going on in the chat room here. Um, Energy Star is mentioning that that Aquarius is like weirdos. Yes. I have a cat stalking me, by the way, right now. If I sound distracted, it's because my cat will not leave me alone at the moment. Um, Sharon Hennis in the chat room is saying, I'm in the same dilemma with relationships, problems, I uh, would love you to pull a couple of cards for me. Um, uh, let me see. Hold on. I'm losing my track here. Uh, can you see any good news for me? Thank you. Um, Energy Star says, I'm very good at flirting, but not the best at keeping. Yeah, I know that feeling. Except strong males, I can keep away. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let, let's let's answer. Um, let's pull a card for, for, uh, for hold on here. Sorry, I'm going to. Uh, for uh, Sharon first, and then I'm going to take this this other call, and I'm going to kick this cat. Sorry, cat, you got to get off my lap here. This is what I call my little my personal stalker, my cat. I love her to death, but sometimes she's needy. I turn all my cats into dogs because that's what I grew up with. So I make them into needy little, overly affectionate animals. <laughs> I guess it's my own uh, it's my own it's my own issue in that sense that I do this, but. Uh, She's a good girl, but she's got to get off my lap. I can't focus here. Okay, so here's what I'm getting for 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 Sharon. First, pulled an angel card and it came up the ocean, which means you you, you know the need right now is to uh, 
is to kind of trust the flow of where things are going, even if it might bring up some some anxiety and, and a little bit of nervousness about this. Um, I also pulled a rune stone for you, and it came up the rune of standstill, which means the runes are suggesting that you almost have to empty some things first internally as well as um, maybe even externally before you could necessarily move forward. Um, you know, it's kind of what has been full must empty. Um, it feels, like I said, you're almost ready, but you're not quite there yet. Um, I see that there's some activity in, in May for you that's coming in around relationships again, but I feel like you're, um, you're, you're still, there's a couple of things internally that need to be resolved uh, for that, to, uh, for that to, to move forward. So this ocean card is really also about that urge to immerse yourself in having, um, letting yourself have those feelings and emotions again. So my suggestion is process some of the old stuff. You know, I, I say look at it from this angle. All X's, you know, forgive them, move forward, let it go, realize you learned what you needed to learn, and, and time to bring in some, some new energy. Uh, and uh, I feel like, again, I'm just saying that the spring definitely seems to bring that in for you, but right now there's a few maneuvers internally that have to happen first in order for you to get that. And here's what I'm getting here. Like, use this mantra, it's safe for me to love and be loved. It's safe for me. And as you do that, you'll see that confidence increasing. Okay. Uh, let me grab this uh, this last phone call here, and then I'll see if I can hit some of these other questions in the chat room. Uh, okay, 484. Hello, you're on Snake Oil Radio. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. This is Tonetta calling you back. How are you? I'm doing okay. I was just calling to see um, what you see going on here in my love life. Um, you called them before, you know, right? Yes. 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 And Your things have... Good seems like things have gone backwards. So I don't yeah. know, do you see anything going on? It's yeah, and definitely. Uh th there's going to be some more form movement. Let me tell you, I pulled a rune for you. I'm going to read this for everyone to hear cuz maybe it's fitting oh. for some other listeners. Okay. I pulled a rune and it came up um signals reversed. Okay. So let me read a little quick passage for you. You'll see this is probably very very fitting. Uh, it can feel a little frustrating. Um, uh, the signals rune is called Anne says it means the signals messenger rune the god Loki uh, he says you may be concerned over what appears to be failed communication lack of right. clarity or awareness either in your past history or in a present situation you may Correct. feel inhibited from accepting what is offered a sense of futility of wasted motion may overwhelm you remember however mm -hmm. that what is happening is timely in your process if the well is clogged this is the moment for cleaning out the old and says reverse the saying, consider the uses of adversity. I'm hearing, yeah, I, I can totally feel the frustration of this delay for you. Because, uh, so I mean, you, I'm feeling I'm feeling at this point, I mean, I'm yeah. just going to be honest and my right. gut feeling, I'm feeling at this point all I did was waste my time, waste my life with this man, and I feel like he's never going to move in because he was telling me he was going to move in. By, you know, the 1st of March, right. and of course, we're at the 8th, he's not moved in, he isn't even talking to me. So what, right. what do I, what's he going to do here? Well, okay, so first of all, what I'm getting is you want to, uh, you want to uh, literally, at this point, 
you're right. Your, your, your intuition is telling you to scratch it, not waste your time with it anymore, and pull away from it, and that's right. Um, don't do it in anger. Do it more in a form of self-protection because you can't keep you know, beating your head against a wall when someone is, has shut down and isn't even communicating. But uh, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing again, he'll pop back in, and he'll pop back in when you leave it alone. I mean, the last time I talked to him was yeah. last Thursday, and, you know, I think, I, think, I think my thing is, is he ever going to move in? Is, this, is he ever going to come here and make a commitment that, hey, I'm moving in and we're going to work on each other? Right. And I think that, you know, I, the feeling that I'm getting is I want to say yes, but the feeling that uh, I'm, I'm getting is almost that it's going to come – when you reach a point where you, and, and excuse my French on this one, people, where you just don't give a shit. Well, yeah, and I'm to that point where, yeah. you know, that's and why it's I feel funny. it. Yeah. And listen, yeah. do you want to hear? Do you want to hear something really, really mm-hmm. strange? Mm-hmm. Go for okay, it. I was I was making a pot of coffee yesterday morning. I was in a rush. I was running late for work. I'm making a pot of coffee, and my calendar is to the right of my coffee pot on the closet right. door. So my gut told me, look at the look at the calendar, and I'm looking right. at it as I'm making my coffee, and it said to me, Jason's going to have to do something dramatic to get his foot back in the door. Yeah. And I feel like he's just going to come here with all of his junk one day and say, I'm here. Do you yep. feel that? Yes, completely. That's the total validation I'm getting. And I literally just went through the same thing. I had someone that a relationship started with who just disappeared for six months, vanished, and no answering texts. And I kept getting the same message. They would resurface, and I did. I pulled my energy away from it, and I was like, you know what? I just don't give a shit anymore at this point. And then lo and behold, two weeks ago, the phone calls. I'm out of hibernation. I want to hang out. I want to see you. I want to talk. And God kidding me, I can't even get rid of him now. So it's funny how that worked, but it, and it came when I just reached that point of saying, I don't care anymore. I'm good. I'm done. I don't want to play this. And I think you're there, and that's what's going to push the uh, energy in the other direction. Okay. So you feel okay. like he, he definitely is going to resurface here. Oh, again, I, you know, I, I think it's a thing uh, that you can't get rid of if you tried. <laughs> but it just feels <laughs> that way now. All right. All right. Well, I'll okay. keep you informed. I'll keep okay. you in touch. Okay, absolutely. Call in again. I always enjoy your uh, questions and your, your oh, energy. Oh, yes. All, All right. right. Peace. Okay, we got like two more minutes. So I, I had a quick question in the chat room, uh, and I want to answer. Uh, Nokia asked about energy around Gemini. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we don't have that much time, but I will mention, um, you know, I always think that, again, remember the positive polarity of Gemini is, uh, is, is, is I think, uh, analysis, understanding, awareness, knowledge. Uh, the negative is I scheme, and I don't say that in any way as kind of an attack. All Gemini's know that they they plot, they plan, and they maneuver all of the time. It's what makes them smart. But sometimes they got to be careful if you're not plotting and planning too much in that respect. But here's a here's a great way of looking at this, guys. I want to finish with this thought. You know, whatever your sun sign is, typically we tend to kind of do better when the energy is in a in a in a a trine or a sextile meaning if you're a fire sign you tend to do good during air times and fire sign fire time if you're a water sign you tend to do good in earth or or water time so sometimes the other times can feel off kilter so if you remember that hang into that i'm a fire sign wearing a water sign trust me not easy for me in that respect 
Okay. Anyway, I uh, wish I had more time. We're running out of time here. So uh, I do want to thank everybody who, who tuned in. I'll be back on next week. And we're uh, and we'll we'll continue on with with some of this subject about what's going on astrologically. And I'll get back to the talisman. We had a lot of great calls, and I appreciate all my callers, and I appreciate all your comments in the chat room. Um, I always like when everyone's talking to each other that way. Uh, if you're not ready to get in my monthly newsletter, email me VenturaSage at yahoo dot com. Get on the, uh, the the newsletter mailing list. You'll know when the shows are coming on. And uh, check out my books and and personal session info if you're interested. But again, thank you everyone for tuning in today. Definitely a fun show. I love the uh, the feedback and the comments. And uh, hang in there with these solar flares, guys. Um, you know, if you get cuckoo bird, take a breath and know that this too shall pass. All right. Uh, this is Jim Ventura uh, here for Snake Oil Radio. And I'm going to sign out and be back again here uh, next week. And uh, happy March. And uh, get ready for the. Uh, I'll talk about the uh, which am I called the uh, Mercury retrograde a little bit next week. That'll start next week. Next Thursday I'll be here. So same time, same bat channel. All right, everybody, have a great uh, evening. Cheers. <laughs>